Hello Taurus friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Taurus July 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, that's the interface for all the free goodies I make for you each month to help you make the most of the planetary possibilities. This is for you if Taurus is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Taurus placement that you're watching for. You will have part of whatever we're talking about here as your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Taurus friend, so we'll say May 13th through the rest of the sign or 23 degrees through the rest of the sign, then I suggest you additionally listen to my Gemini report as you very late degree friends will have a more complex read and benefit from both the Taurus and the Gemini reading. This is a very busy month astrologically, but different type of busy than we're stepping out of, which is something to celebrate, especially for Taurus placements, because you guys have been getting worked like crazy from the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle. So July, we're officially out of the eclipse season. It doesn't mean that manifestations can't happen at any time as they can, because the nodes are still moving through Taurus and Scorpio and events can happen at any time. But the heat of the eclipse season where you are kind of in the hot seat, that's fading and hopefully things are integrating into your new normal for whatever changes occurred. So July and August and the beginning of September is a little break between the eclipse cycles. And then you'll get back into it towards the end of September, definitely October and November, then you'll have eclipses then. And you're also going to have Saturn and Uranus square, that final square. So if you haven't watched my video on the Saturn-Uranus square, you definitely want to be up to date on that because it's ruling a lot of crazy things that are happening right now. But the big thing to know right now is that it's kind of in the backdrop for most people in the world. Some people it is kind of got locked in through an event and it's still cycling very much in the forefront, but most people are experiencing um, the Saturn-Uranus square is kind of more in the backdrop at this point in July, okay? So that's something else to celebrate, but just kind of giving you a picture of the rest of the year, this little bubble we have here in between these kind of intense cycles. So July is something to celebrate in that way for Taurus. The next big must know is that when I say the skies are busy, I mean there are just a lot of planetary connections, at least 10 more with the planets that I'm looking at compared to last month. And those are just bumps that either the planets are agreeing or, or they're not. And there's just a lot of those this month. And there are a few more of those that are salty compared to sweet. So that's a must know because for the last few months, we've had more sweet salty aspects and that has definitely showed up as well. So these little nuisance aspects will be like bumps in the road. Um, and you know, you'll, you'll feel them. It'll be like, we, and then, whoa, gosh, bump, we, and then, oh gosh, bump, you know, so they'll be coming up, but there still are 11 really amazing aspects, including one, two, three, four, five, six trines. And that is very, very, very good news. Plus we have a full moon in an earth sign, which is especially beneficial for you all, which we will talk about. Another big must know is that June 19th through August 21st, with July being right in the middle here, is our time, our last time of no personal planet retrograde. So this is our open window for big decisions, investments, weddings, engagements, um, contracts, big purchases. Now, of course, I'm not saying that after that window, you can't do any of those things. I'm just saying that if you have any say in the timing and things feel ready and it's flowing, it's going to be a lot easier to bring about these big things because the personal planet retrogrades can get things murky, can get, you know, 
can set things into uncertainty, can you know change plans more often. And so if you're trying to do something big that you want to echo out for a long time to come, this month is exceptional for that for multiple reasons. And one of them is that we're not dealing with the personal planet retrogrades that tend to have more of a, you know, a, a shaky, shorter term, um, you know, things being called into question, changeable type of energy. So you've got a nice window here to make those big decisions, make those big purchases without at least the layer of the retrogrades to have to also contend with, okay? But retrogrades are good for a lot of things and as we get into the retrograde season, I will be talking about those things. Um, so it's nothing to fear, but if you just kind of imagine your project, whatever you're trying to work on, is it something that you want to go as far and wide as possible? Is it something that would be represented by a boat with the tide going out that you can go you know, push out to sea with effortless paddling if the tide is going out. Is it something like that? If it is, you might want to try to get it into this window if it's in the flow and it feels right because otherwise when the tides come in, which is when the retrogrades are, you'll be paddling against the tide and your, your efforts won't go as far and it will be more frustrating and it will be harder to push further and wider. Okay, it's more of a time for introspectiveness and retrospectiveness. All right, so those are all big must-knows. Take advantage of this open window. Also, if you've had to make some decisions about things that came up from the eclipses, you're in a really great window now to have a little more clarity about what to do with the things that came up. Okay, so the next big must-know, we're going to talk about some transits and our aspects this month. Now, if you want a complete list of the ones that I'm looking at, what the aspects are, what you can expect from them, delivered into your inbox one month early, then go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter, and you will get that delivered into your inbox and have the archive access for anything that has been sent that's still relevant. But for our purposes here, I will cover some of them, right? So the first one is the yuckiest one, and I'm kind of glad it's at the beginning of the month to get it out of the way. July 1st, we have a Mars in Aries square with Pluto and Capricorn. Okay, so Mars, ruler of war, Aries also ruled by Mars, god of war, square, challenging aspect, Pluto, god of the underworld, ruler of birth, death, transformation, rebirth, in the sign of Capricorn, ruled by the taskmaster Saturn. So yeah, it's kind of yucky, right? It could be volatile, it could be downright dangerous. Um, so you just want to be more careful, you know, if you have something important that you have to do um, and you think that it might upset somebody this period of time, you know, you might want to tread a little more lightly. If somebody's on edge, you might want to not antagonize them. Just be extra careful with your physical body. Don't be texting or not paying attention because, you know, lives can actually be saved at any time from just that moment of awareness. But in this period of time is a time to be extra careful and awareful and it could be very helpful to you or somebody else to do that. Because with the Saturn energy there, something long-term that happens now, you know, so if something happens, it could bring some problems for a longer time to come. So you just wanna to try to avoid that if possible. Now, if you are feeling angry and resentful and you have repressed feelings that are coming out at this time, as many people will, you might wanna write them down and rip up the paper instead of giving them to the person and then waiting until you're more calm and clear before talking to somebody about something. We are going to have some really nice aspects this month. And at the same time as this aspect is going on, which it'll be strongest like the last five or so days of June and strongest the first five or you know six days of July with the closest you know being right there in the first. 
but there are some really sweet aspects occurring at that same time. So if you kind of think of these aspects as currents, there's a warmer current, there's a colder current, there's you know, everything in between current, and you could be staying in a place in the ocean where you feel all these currents at once, you know, and then if you know you're, they're, you're aware of them, you can just slip into one that's a more comfortable temperature for you, you know, um, because you're, you're attuning your awareness to these rhythms that are happening. So, you know, it could be hide under a rock type of alert. Um, and if you're feeling that, like you wake up and you're like, oh no, I'm not doing this today. And you can, you know, just not do something. You may want to, you know, trust your intuition. But you might wake up and some of those sweet aspects are firing up for you and you're feeling good and you're feeling ready and you're feeling ambitious. Then you can just follow that and just keep the awareness that these other currents may be happening at the same time. Okay, so the next big must know is that we do have, um, let's see, in the middle of the month, we have a super moon and Capricorn, a full moon at Capricorn 21 degrees. Now, this can be, you know, a big deal for everybody, but it is in a most favorable angle for you. So let's drill down into some of these details. A full moon can bring fruition, completion, drama, things up to bringing up to a head, you know, things out, elucidation of things. It can bring great accomplishment, achievements, recognition, and, you know, it can bring just challenges and conflicts. So anything centered around work, career, employment, bosses, father figures, um, you know, authority figures, anything having to do with even like a civic association or a place if you're, you know, part of a, a ruling body of something and you're not earning money for it. This doesn't have to be just job or employment things. It can be a position that you're holding, like a political position, something like that, where you know your place out in the world has some kind of prominence or you're part of something where you're leading you know, a group or something like that. And so something in those arenas can come to a head. Now, the super moon, we actually have three very major moons in a row. In the middle of May, where I'm recording this now, we've got that blood moon, Scorpio total lunar eclipse thing going on, super intense. Um, and then in the middle of June, we have another super, well, a super moon. And then in the middle of July, now we have this super moon. So super moon is when the moon is closer to the earth and it looks like it, it's bigger. It's like, whoa, what is that over there? That's gigantic, right? And the gravitational pulls are enhanced as well. So it can bring water where it's not supposed to be, including emotional waters. It can bring, you know, whatever the full moon's going to bring for better or worse, it can expand it and it can make it feel more intense for longer. So if you usually feel the moon two to three days before, you might feel it four or five days before and have trouble sleeping or something, you know, weird dreams or things like that. So that can bring fulfillment in all of those areas and everyone can get blessings from this. But those of you near 21 degrees are more likely to see this because you will have a trine from your Capricorn um, you know, friend in fellow earth sign, making a trine to your Taurus placement. So we'll say 16 degrees through 26 degrees, the closer to 21 degrees, the more of the kiss you get from this full moon. So that corresponds with May 6th through 16th and the closer to around May 11th, the more of a kiss you'll get. And anywhere in that, you know, that 10 degree range or so, you're more likely to get notable kisses from this beautiful intense super moon in the middle of the month. Okay, so the next big must know is that we do have energies um, crowding in your 
house of money, okay? We still have some Gemini energy there with Venus and Mercury still making some movements. So there could be some vacillation, some confusion, some indecision about something financial. There could be a lot of options going around with you know something that you're earning money with, lines of income, savings, environmental or sustainability projects. And so that energy will ground out as the month moves on. So if you're having trouble making a decision and you have a little wiggle room, you might get more clarity as the month moves on. And those Gemini energies that can be a little bit confusing and spinny start to settle down. The next big must know is that the cancer energies that are prominent at this time make a beautiful angle for you and this is lighting up your house of expression so your communication you might have opportunities maybe not right at the beginning of the month with that other aspect you'll have to tune in but you'll have a lot of opportunities to express yourself either through song or writing or art or connecting with people and there is a very strong energy of personal connections this month with a strong highlight on family you know, home, real estate, sprucing up your house, anything having to do with mom or mother figures, things like that, or maternity or thing, topics like that. So it's just a very busy type of energy that makes a beautiful angle with yours that will give lots of opportunities, maybe to see relatives or to go put back to a place that feels like home or to be making plans to do that at some point soon. Okay, but it will be a little bit emotional, okay? Because remember the, the water energies are still emotional. So, you know, if you're trying to get stuff done and you're feeling the ambition and you're feeling the motivation, you might have to pause either for your own or other people's emotions just to kind of work with those cancer energies. The next big must know is that as the planets start moving into Leo, this is going to further accentuate your home and family and housing and real estate sector. So you've got the whole month, it's something or another that's really bringing this into the forefront. If you've got to do something to your house, an improvement, a repair, an expansion, buy a new house, sell a house, you've got super energy all month long that will be highlighting these areas of your this area of your life okay if you're trying to work from home this is really great energy if you're doing something that has to do with a home-based business like a real estate business or something about psychology is also in this house you know whether you're becoming a practitioner or you know something is going on there this is all very strongly highlighted some family members might need some things from you or you might just be having a lot of nice time to connect and doing some fun stuff. Those Leo energies are also very zesty and while they do make a little bit of a challenged angle for you, you could find some pressure being put on you for something involving children or a romantic situation or just some pressure to get like stuff done on your bucket list. This is energy that is highly, highly, highly creative and it can be used just for fun, for hobbies, or it can be used for a passion project, or it can be used for something you've always wanted to do, you might be finding that that is starting to manifest at this time, okay? So all of this is fully available for you to work with and is all very exciting. Now, while we do have, I said, those six trines throughout the month, the, the other one that I'm very excited about for you and actually if seven really, if you count the full moon trine, which we did talk about already, but there is among the water, air, and fire trines this month, the water trine is going to make a beautiful angle for you. So let's talk about that. In the days around July 17th and 18th, so maybe like July 14th through, you know, July 22nd or so, 
you're going to be feeling very strongly the Mercury trine Neptune aspect. This can heighten your sensitivities and awareness, can bring spiritual breakthroughs, can make synchronicities be advanced and enhanced where you're really feeling the hand of the divine guiding you and you're having some clarity about what you're supposed to be doing, about your purpose or about some mission or about some healing. All of this energy is also very good for personal pursuits, quiet personal pursuits, you know, at really great for creating any type of artistic expression. You're having that come in a lot of pieces or, or layers in your chart at this time. Or this can be something where you get a confirmation about something you have been feeling, you get an acknowledgement from somebody emotionally that really makes you feel good. And this can also have something to do with, um, you know, the resolving of a security issue or, you know, just someone working behind the scenes for you, which you may or may not know about yet. This is an energy that's really behind, you know, behind the curtain. And it could be full of a lot of private, personal um, accomplishments and happiness and also overcoming an addiction or breaking through a psychological pattern. So those are all ways that this can manifest. Everyone in the zodiac has access to it, but water and earth signs will have more of a kiss. And so you as a Taurus placement will have more of a kiss. And those of you in the late degree sector, so we'll say 20 degrees through 29 degrees, the closer to 25 degrees, that 10 degree spectrum, especially the closer to 25 degrees, the more of a kiss you get there. So that's going to be like May 10th through 20th. And the closer to around May 15th, the more of the kiss you get from that particular aspect. And the last must know for July 2022 is that Jupiter is going to go retrograde. So Jupiter is going retrograde from July 28th through November 23rd. It's around four months that Jupiter goes offline. Any advancements in your life in the outer world or your inner world that seem to be flowing really well, that might have a little bit of a cooling off. Don't worry about it. You know, if you see things starting to fizzle out, just know that Jupiter knows that it can't expand at a crazy frenetic rate always. It has to stop and take stock and make sure that your circuitry is ready for the expansion. Make sure that your skyscraper has the foundation it needs to go, you know, further and higher. And so this time that Jupiter is going retrograde, um, you know, things might be just kind of working behind the scenes and just know that the benevolence and the support is still there. It just might not be as evident or, you know, obvious until it starts moving forward, you know, more in November. Now, in general, Jupiter has been highlighting your house of intuition and all those things I talked about with that beautiful Mercury and Neptune aspect that are available. You're getting to have, you know, a year of influence of enhancing your intuition, learning about your genetics, tuning into the cosmic soup that is within you that you're creating from and more actively using that, connecting in with guides or loved ones who have passed on, you know, connecting in with spirit. All of that is supercharged at this time. And you even with Jupiter retrograde, you do have a lot of really juicy energy for an extended period of time for enhancing that inner world and that spiritual connection. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the 
bottom right of the video, click on that and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable. Right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45-minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28-day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarLight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.